0: All in, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Let's get into these mailbag questions. Question number one from ABDZ or ABDZ. <laughs> I don't know. It's my guy on Twitter. I think he's a KD <laughs> fan. Shout out to that guy. Um. Oh, <laughs> um so his question is, what is the biggest reason for the Warriors' fall off this season? Is it the trio of Steph, Dre, and Clay uh, regressing, or is it Wiggins and Looney? If it's the latter, which two rotation players do you swap them with to get back into the playoff mix? I'm not sure if he means be a trade or be an internal just swap. Um, mm. You want to take a stab at that? Uh,
1: I I mean the biggest reason I I can't say that it's Wiggs and Loon together, it's it's really kind of... It's Draymond not being available just at all for a huge portion of the season and couple that with Clay, Wiggins, and Loon not playing to their level to start out the game. Like, they were... It was really kind of concerning. Like, hold on, look, did what they work on over the over the break? Because <laughs> it looked like nothing. Looney looked like he was he had four backpacks on him out there, you know, and wigs just just totally forgot. Like, I play basketball for a living, and then Clay, it was just he just wasn't in shape, and it was just like, come on, homie, like we've been through this, so many, you know. So I, I think it's all of those things as to why we fell into the position that we did
0: so okay okay um yeah i agree i agree i mean i would say draymond missing all that time was number one right your second best player he's a connector he keeps everybody engaged he means so much to the team on the court that like him being out for an extended absence is just going to make your make your lives way harder. Um, so I say that was number one. I think Wiggins and Loon Loon is kind of like it's more so like the result of the front office just putting so much on his shoulders for these last few years with missing with the Wiseman pick. They expected Wiseman to be pretty much what Kaminga is now, like just like a young budding star that can carry a, a load for the older guys. Start do all this stuff, and turns out that he was like. The opposite of that, but in the process of that, they had no bigs or centers to help loom in that process, right? So, like, his body is, at this point, uh, maybe maybe a little bit over the hill. Maybe he just needs a rest because he's played so many games in a row. Um, But him not being as mobile as he used to be hurts their offense and their defense. Wiggins, obviously, for the majority of the beginning of the season, just completely forgot how to play basketball at a winning level. Um, Not scoring, not defending well, not doing – pretty much any of the stuff that they need him to do clay i think he started off the season decent right he was shooting efficiently he just wasn't like explosive he wasn't getting like 20 points stuff like that it was like a 12 14 stuff like that (laughs) then he got really ice cold um for a little bit so all of those things together obviously hurt a lot and then steve hasn't coached a great season right like he's been kind of late to making adjustments that we need him that we need him to make um Keeping guys that can help out of the rotation or like limiting their minutes, like Moses and Trace. Just little stuff like that, mismanaging late game situations, stuff like that. Um, playing Steph and Chris Paul a little bit too much together and their defense is suffering from that, playing two small guards together a lot, even if it's not Steph and Chris Paul, like Corey and and, and Chris Paul, or Corey and Steph and stuff like that. So all of those things together is the biggest reason, or they're all the the reasons why golden state is where they are right now and as far as like two rotation players to replace wiggins and loon i mean i think at this point jk replaced loon in the rotation like permanently right like so i think that in itself has helped a ton jk plus Wiggs plus draymond is just a massive positive since it's kind of since its inception so i think for, unless there is a deal on the table to replace Wiggs via trade for somebody that's clearly better than him. Um, I think that's what you need to get back into the playoff mix, just leaning into that lineup and praying for health and, and praying that guys, you know, just continue to build and trend upward as players.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, speaking of trades, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this question is from Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> Um, he said, let's say Mike addresses the needs of the team via trade, but he also keeps Wiggins. So he's pretty much saying, like, what if he trades Chris Paul for, like, a center or something like that?
1: Right, like what we were... Uh,
0: <laughs> what we already said. Uh, yeah. What is Golden State's ceiling this season? Uh, I think after that, he went on to say, like, he thinks they can potentially get to the West Conference Finals, like the Lakers, some type of run like that.
1: I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree. The way that we are starting to see... Folks put it together and actually start playing their game, we could totally get there. You know, because again, early on, you saw we were in these games against the tops in the West right now. Like Mm -hmm. we were in all the games, you know,
0: (laughs) just brain farts.
1: Yeah, just brain farts, you know, when it's time to close. And that was defensively. And that was, again, who was MIA for the bulk of all of that, who kind of just sets the table, makes sure everybody is where they need to be, you know? So mm-hmm. that, that's why I can see if we do make this one trade or whatever, and it's, you know, Paul is out, Kojo is out, boom, 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 you know, happy dance over here whoever they bring in clearly is going to be at a level that keeps us moving forward and doesn't keep us stagnant. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because then it's like, well, then what was the point of it?
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think whenever you have Steph on your team and some competent level of players around him, you're is his championship. Like it is what it is, right? It's just mm-hmm. a matter of how consistent are those guys around him. And that kind of determines your floor, right? So they've been playing a lot closer to their floor than their ceiling, but their ceiling is still championship, right? You have one of the very few players in the league capable of winning a championship as your best player. So that is your ceiling. Now if they address the team needs, they can go on a run, right? If they yeah. get a little bit more size um, on the inside defensively guys that Kerr trust that he can play major minutes that can hold up health wise and, and, and help Draymond, just kind of establish a defensive floor, especially when Draymond's off the court. That's mm-hmm. where their biggest falloff is right now. Like, if you look at the numbers, the Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Kaminga, Draymond lineup is like a 100 defensive rating, right? Extremely potent defensively. All like the other lineups that they play, they just get murdered, right? <laughs> like, they just get murdered. So you need some size on the court, some defense on the court, and then you need guys like... um uh JK to stay consistent with what he's been doing. He's been like kind of stepping into that role of what people thought Siakam was going to be like, at least scoring wise, right? Siakam's a better playmaker, but JK is improving in that as well. So like the offense is not really the issue. They have a top ten offense in the league. They need defense, and especially right. they need defense in the clutch. Um, and I think just going out and get players that can help steady the ship over the course of the game or keep guys fresher. Keep the defense more consistent over the course of the game. And like I said, from there, their ceiling is, is is championship. Even though I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on them winning it. I was just saying that's that would be their ceiling.
1: <laughs> well, I, I I will also say with that, they still have that taste in their mouth from that second round. Yeah. So that was they were not happy campers there. So mm. I'm I'm kind of just feeling like, no, we've got something to prove because. Second round, nah, that ain't us. Yeah. That ain't us. And and the way it just all happened was mm-hmm. just ugh. So I, I think that that also is motivation as well. But again, they're trying to take you know the baby steps. Like, look, one game at a time. Let us right. stack these wins one game at a time. Let's mm-hmm. get through this road trip and be on the positive end of that. So here we are.
0: Here we are. Next question from Candlestick Will. Shout out to Candlestick Will. He's one of the OG, oh, yeah, 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 Warrior, yeah, yeah. Twitter. He's just one of the GOATs out there. So who do you want Golden State to <laughs> trade CP3 for? <laughs> These <laughs> questions keep leading into the next question.
1: Leading right into the next. <laughs> um, well, I'll say if we can get, which I just think that this is probably not going to happen based on how they have their rotation set up now. And it seems to be working out fine with Jared Allen and Mobley, Mobley, Mobley. Look, I can't even get it. Mobley. Mobley. I don't know why I want to add an S. Um, (laughs) Evan, look, Evan, (laughs) how, how that's all working out together. Because they've, you know, staggered their minutes and everything, but then they play a little bit together, but then they stagger. So I don't know, but Jared Allen would just be, you know, the bee's knees for me if we could get him. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's even possible now that they're cooking over there. Like, yeah,
0: I think they've won fourteen out of fifteen yeah yeah they're cooking i don't know if there'll be sellers at the deadline this year considering how good they're playing but i mean just kind of piggyback on that just any starting center starting caliber center it doesn't have to necessarily come to our team and start but like there's someone who's able that you can trust to say okay when we have this guy on the court it's not going to be a layup line they're going to be able to finish wide open layups under the rim and not pump fake a thousand times No, we love you loon but we just need somebody who can move a little bit and can just play a little bit above the rim. Um, that is Trace right now, but Trace is a little foul happy. He's a little, he's a leaper, so like I yeah, say, yeah. leapers leap. And I don't think Kerr trusts him to stay out of foul trouble right now. So if you bring in somebody who can move their feet defensively, that's taller than six nine, that would be amazing. Like <laughs> that would fix a lot of issues for this team. Um, there's been talks about Jonathan Isaac potentially.
1: Yeah,
0: he's someone who fits that bill, right? He's not naturally a center, but on Golden State, everybody's a center. Um, right, so right. He I mean,
1: he's him. got questionable politics, but uh, right. you know, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, on the
1: on the court, <laughs> he he looks like he could he could work.
0: For sure, <laughs> I think he definitely could work defensively on the court. I think offensively. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see about that. And then off the court, uh, I don't know how he'll be received in the locker room. It's not really a lot of guys coming to his defense as a teammate. So yeah, I don't know if I'm on the Jonathan Isaac train, but someone of that, you know, cloth defensively would be great with size that can move their feet, you know, do things like that.
1: And Clint Capella was.
0: Clint is is one of those guys
1: because you know the hawks are still their sellers it's like take everyone except for trey um yeah but,
0: i would take clint
1: yeah but right now he's injured of course right after we play them um <laughs> you know it, he was out 7 to 10 days i think uh was the report so again again yeah. he could be somebody i mean i don't know how the money works there but again we're just trying to get rid of chris and that's right. a 30 piece and kojo so add that in the mix too and and if you need a first go ahead take it
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i think clint makes somewhere in the 20s maybe this year and it, it might be a dis, uh, the descending contract or something like that but okay money's close enough and i'll take him he's a mobile big that can reasonably protect the rim and rebound and just you know he's just a more athletic version of what Looney is. So that's kind of what they need, right? Um, Let's move on to the next question from OS28. When GP2 and CP3 are back, this is a long question, by the way. If they're not traded, I can see a combo of playing time that can lead to great highs, but I can also see a combo leading to disaster. This team has the talent for a deep run, in my opinion. It's just coaching staff hasn't found the right mix. Even JK and BP are clearly in their top six rotation. With CP playing 20 minutes per game and stabilizing the second unit using GP2 for specific assignments and no more than 15 minutes per game. Do you see a potential dark horse in the rest on the west? Or am I just wishful thinking? Long question there.
1: Ooh. Um hmm. I I think the coaching staff is finding the rotations now and who best to put with whom at this stage. I think it's starting to click and everything. Granted, GB two is not back just yet, Mm -hmm. but he's really somebody. Listen, just get out there. Like everybody else. We're going to figure it out. You go get him. That's, that's really two. So it doesn't matter. Starters, second unit. It don't matter. We want you to be on this person whenever they get in the game. That's, that's your job. So yeah. he's kind of just like our outlier. Like he's just a plug and play wherever. Uh, CP, I don't know, you know, if he's still going to be in there, but if we're cutting down the minutes to 20, then that elevates pods, I think more. Mm-hmm. And then more Moses as well. Uh Just kind of eating into those minutes. But um I don't I just don't think that CP three is still going to be here though.
0: Yeah. I don't either. Um, I guess to answer this question, if he is here, less CP three minutes is probably the better. Right. Right. Like if he's somewhere capped at 20 minutes per game Mm -hmm. and a lot more minutes for the guys who can do all of the like defensive things and just athleticism things that he can't do. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I pretty much agree with the overall premise of this question, which is pretty much saying like the team. There's a better team in here. We just got to mix and match the pieces and the minutes and the rotation a little bit more. I agree there, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: like I said, like their championship is 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 champ. I mean, their ceiling is championship. Like that's Mm -hmm. that's how I feel about it. Their floor is non-playoff team, so they're just one of those (laughs) super high variance teams that if they find that right recipe it could be great but along the way you might lose just enough games to keep you out of the position to even make a run so they just got to find that that balance sooner or later and i do think the best avenue to do that is consolidating the roster via trade just cut some trim some fat particularly chris paul yeah um and it would be a lot easier to figure out that recipe um next questions it's all from one person um t-dog t-dog um, t-dog jenkins yeah he joined lot of our spaces and stuff like that so shout out to t-dog he asks what would it take to get laurie marketing and if it would cost jk would you still do it i know you want tjd to play more but why in your opinion is steve kerr so against it and oh, what am i missing that he's doing wrong and the last question is, what happened to Loon? <laughs> I think we kind of addressed, like, I mean, addressed to it.
1: Yeah, well, we addressed definitely what happened to Loon. He, yeah, homie, is tired. And once he got that break, uh, you saw a difference in his game the next time he played. He got some rest. And so you, mm-hmm. you saw the difference. Um, I think that's that's our issue with Loon, I think, playing all 82 games. And us being in playoffs, being in a final, I I just think that finally, finally caught up to uh, Looney, even though he's a, a young twenty eight. Today's his birthday, right? Happy birthday, Loon dog! Hey, happy birthday, Loon! Look at that. Um, so I think it just caught up to him with that.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. So
1: he's just tough. yeah.
0: We, yeah, we already addressed that. <laughs> I guess I'll take a stab at the TJD question. I mean, Steve, Steve kind of addressed this earlier. He said, like, Trace and Draymond is an option, but it's not something they feel totally comfortable with going forward. Right, for now, I don't really understand that. I think that the numbers support it being a very dominant lineup, so it, it doesn't really make sense to me. But I will say Draymond being slotted into a five kind of, like, consistently now, It just eats more minutes at the five. So it's just less minutes for Trace at the five. Now, I think he should just completely leap Looney and Dario in those But You know what I mean? If Dre's your starting five, Trace should be your backup five. Whenever Draymond isn't on the court, Trace needs to be on the court, in my opinion. But again, like I said, he does make some rookie mistakes sometimes. He fouls Mm -hmm. a little bit sometimes. So I'm assuming that's why Steve is a little bit reluctant to play it. But I think you just live with it.
1: Yeah, and I I think maybe just him saying that they they've looked at it and they do see they that they want to try it. I think that's a a good opening to where I think we just might see Trace kind of get in there a little bit more, and they might just kind of try him out with Draymond on the court, or hey, Draymond's not out there, TJD's there, and then just someone else is filling that slot, and maybe we see what happens but i think there's an opening that it can happen sooner than later Mm -mm. because draymond's gonna get tired yeah so i I think we're gonna see it i think we're gonna see it sooner
0: yeah i think so too but and i also hope so um his other question what would it take to get log marketing and if it costs jk would you still do it i don't think log marketing is available so it would take nothing because he's not going to be traded but if he was to be traded, I'm sure it would take all of our young guys and all of our picks.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> price did. is too high. A little bit too high.
0: Um, yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's a little bit too high. It's, I mean, Laurie's an amazing player. But when you see the, the leap that JK has made, he's now stepped into a stratosphere of player that's a little bit above. Something that I'll be willing to give up for Laurie in addition to all of our picks and all of our other young guys too. Like it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't really move the needle that much. Um, So yeah, I would just. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, and why?
1: To. Why would you clear the cupboard if you still have Steph? Like uh, he's gonna still need <laughs> some of those <laughs> those yeah. young cats to kind of just go with.
0: Just go play hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you're clearing all that out just for Laurie, we're back. I feel like we're back to square one. Like now we've got nothing on the bench. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so. Um, this is from Tommy Hill. Say, would you rather a wing or a big acquisition? I'm assuming just for via trade. What
1: do you think? I, I think a I think a big. Just because we can't have Draymond playing the five for 48 minutes or 42 mm-hmm. minutes, like we gotta have a big. Because I think wing wise, I think we're kind of solid in in the wing. That's why I'm like, I think we're good. I think yeah. we're covered there. That it's the big that we we could use, even though it's like, oh, we don't need a big, we don't need a big. And I was always like, we don't need a big. Look, Looney's doing fine there. And, you know, Trace is fine there. But just the the decline of Looney kind of just was like, all right, we got to use somebody because mm-hmm. Dario ain't doing it. Um, right. So, yeah, I would say a big.
0: Yeah, I would say a big as well. I think if you like I, I spoke to this before like wiggins is now outplaying his trade value so you probably should just keep him at this point but if you're not going to keep him um then it kind of opens up the question of like do you need another wing or not but even still you have Kaminga; he's a wing you have moses you have clay you have Potts. you have gary you have Lester and you have Guy Santos now, apparently, right? Yeah. <laughs> they can eat up regular season minutes against like bad teams and just outplay everybody just from playing hard. These are seven guys after Wiggins that you feel are capable to at least step on an NBA court at the two or the three spot or the four. So I think they're kind of good on wings. But the big situation, like, like you just said, is just not where it needs to be. So especially when you when Draymond is off the court, you need somebody who can just defend and just, you know, do simple big man things that we just don't have on the roster in abundance. So definitely a big if we had to choose. Next question. We got two left. (laughs) These are kind of like comical questions for you guys. So what are your screen time stats for the trade machine in the last 30 days? This is from Sam's Hoops, another OKC fan. He's been enjoying the whole golden state not be not being great right now so um shout out to sam's hoops but um
1: yeah sam's hoops that's funny that's great very,
0: fun, very funny the screen time stats the, the screen time stats are very down because golden states <laughs> not been very um aggressive <laughs> with the trades so to save myself from disappointment i've just put the trade machine down a little bit um (laughs)
1: well you know i'm not even rocking with all of that it's yeah yeah this is for me it's just it's just how i feel today (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah. so we got our last question from jacob he said who's the worst dressed player on the team (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't know
1: yeah i i can't say that i can pinpoint a particular player who is the worst dressed because they've all had their moments of what are you wearing for like, sure that should have stayed at home you should have picked something else <laughs> so they've all had their moments of that so i can't even because even most times they're coming in track suits you know yes. so there's really not. I can't even say. Oh, for sure, it's this one. They, ugh. you know, yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm. but they've all had questionable outfits one time or another. So
0: for sure, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, Steph gets a lot of flack for his
1: he fashion does. choices,
0: but I think most of his fits are fine. Yeah. Um, And like you say, everybody else just be wearing chill stuff. There's no one. Jonathan be wearing some racy stuff, but like he's into the world and like all that type of stuff. So, yeah.
1: Well, so is Curry. Like, he's purposely, you know, wearing Black-owned everything. You know what I mean? So he's really supporting Mm -hmm. the Black creator, the Black Mm -hmm. artist, you know, so in most of his fits that he wears. Um, You know, some of them I'm really like okay, sharp, yeah, sure. sharp, you know. But again, like we said, everybody can fall off, and <laughs> where it's like I don't
0: yeah, really like they that. Thought it was it and it ain't it. <laughs> everybody have that moment. Exactly. It is what it is.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that's all we got for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the mailbag, the game review, all of that stuff. Make sure you are following us on all the socials: Instagram, X, TikTok. T- all that stuff. Uh, make sure you're leaving a review, a positive one. Commenting on YouTube, positive things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> subscribing to 957 The Games YouTube channel. Five stars on wherever you get in your podcast. Make sure you're sharing it. Make sure you're telling people about it in person and showing them on your phone and then putting it on their phone too. All that good stuff. <laughs> and yeah, continue to support us. We appreciate everything. Um, you know, we say it every time. Thank you for listening, watching, whatever you're doing, however you're consuming this. We really appreciate it. It helps a lot. And we hope to bring more good content for you. Karima, you got anything for the for the group?
1: Uh, I just want to thank everybody for the support. I know I'm a newbie here, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> all the support and the, you know, the encouragement. Uh, so mm. thank you so much. And, hey, let's get this win tomorrow, right?
0: Let's get this win tomorrow and the day after that.
1: Yep.
0: Let's, you know, we'll be back after the trade deadline. So we'll see what's <laughs> going on with the team by then. So that should be a good one. And everybody put get well soon in the YouTube comments for producer Greg. He's dealing yes. with a little illness right now under the weather. So let's, let's get Greg, you know, healthy again you know
1: exactly (laughs) look get (laughs) healthy greg get healthy yeah exactly
0: exactly. (laughs) yeah appreciate you guys we will catch you on the next one peace